Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're a little late today, but it's Memorial Day weekend, and you know what? Salute. Salute. It is Memorial Day as I am recording this. It's noon where I'm at. You guys are probably all half in the bag. You didn't even notice the episode didn't come out. And that's, you know what? That's perfect. That's how you re- you should be remembering all the great men and women who served our country uh, over remembering that this podcast is coming out another two weeks. You, I feel like this podcast drops into you guys' little notifications. Things. You're like, oh yeah, I forgot I subscribed to that. I'll listen to that this week. You just, like Two weeks is enough time for you just about to forget about me. And then it pops right back in. And you're just like, oh, hey, look, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, happy Memorial Day. You're just hanging out. Doing doing a lot of nothing today. Doing some cleaning. Uh, rearrange the office. Uh, everything's flipped now. Where I was sitting is now behind me. And I've rearranged everything in the office. It looks good. I don't have anything on the walls, so it looks it looks very plain in here. But that'll change soon enough, and we'll get that all squared away, and it'll look good. It'll finally look good, you know. Oh, man, guys, it's been, a, it's been another two weeks. We're just hanging out and doing a, working and not a lot going on. I did mess up. Uh, you know, everybody's, uh, trying to stay on top of their food game, you know, be a little healthy, but also try to get stuff that, uh, you know, allow you to have some kind of, um, you know, uh, longevity with the food, I guess, you know, you want to make sure you have a, a little bit of a stockpile, I guess, these days. So I, I went out and bought a bunch of meat because I heard some stuff that might be happening. So I was like, yeah, I'll go buy some meat. You know, I didn't go crazy. Didn't like it. Go out and also buy a deep freeze along with it. You know, just bought some meat that I need on top of it. But I fucked up. Because, <laughs> uh, like, I just went to the grocery store, like, right away. It was, like, 7 o'clock when I got this. And the stores closed at 8 around here. And I was like, shit, I got to... I gotta fucking book it. I gotta book it to the goddamn grocery store and ran out there. Grabbed a little little piece of cloth, put it over my face. I look like a bandit, like I'm gonna rob this place. That's the only problem. I have these like black masks that just like if I put them on, I look like I'm walking into the rob that place. I got long hair. I'm wearing a trucker hat. I look like a GTA character <laughs> when I walk in Walmart at any time. I just straight up look like I'm like, yo, I'm about that life. <laughs> Get down on the ground. I'm here to rob Walmart. <laughs> People, yeah, you don't need to like announce it. You, if you want to steal from Walmart, you just do what everybody does. You load up your cart, and as you're scanning, you know, you just kind of accidentally put a couple things in the bag that you forgot to scan. You just you accidentally, yeah, you're robbing Walmart. You don't need to walk in with the mask and announce you're gonna rob it, man. Going a little overboard here. We all know they don't keep that much cash in the drawers. But run out to Walmart, get some meat, bring it back, and I'm like, okay, cool. It's like it's like 7:30 at night, so I'm like, all right, let's put it in the freezer and we'll be done with it. But I made the crucial mistake, guys. The crucial mistake of then my girlfriend wanted to make some of the chicken I brought. I brought like two of those like eight, six to eight breast chicken packs that you get, you know. And I, uh, she's like, oh. Well, I wanted to make a couple chicken breasts for for something she was meal prepping for, 
but I had frozen them as just one giant thing. So it's just six chicken breasts in one thing. And she's like, I can't thaw them all at once or whatever. And I was like, God damn it. So I figured, like, it's not like I figured anything out, but I had to take frozen chicken and then divide it up into individual freezer bags, which I still didn't do fully because you end up cooking one to two chicken breasts. You end up cooking two to three chicken breasts at a time anyway. So I just was like, because they were all frozen together, I had to thaw them just enough so they'd break apart. And I got one of them to bust up into twos, right? So it was just like uh, 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 three sets of two and put those in bags, no problem. And then the second bag of chicken that I had, I had to fucking break. I broke it in half and it was only uh, three. So it was three and three. I was like, shit. And if I wanted to get it to stop, I had like to get it into smaller chunks. I would have had to like thaw it completely. And like, it's so bad to keep re-thawing and re-freezing uh, chicken. So I was like, okay, these are just coming in a three pack. You just got to make a three pack of something, and uh, hope you like it. That's just what it is. But that's what I had to do, and I was like looking up ways. Because I figured the internet is full of ideas and answers anymore as evidence of what this podcast is. It's literally just me trying to find answers to things uh, that nobody gives a fuck about. Uh, that's, that's the title, guys. Um, and I tried looking up to see if there were any kind of like tips on how to like break up frozen chicken already, right? You know, Because I'm like, yeah, that's probably a problem somebody's ran into before. And I stumbled across... The worst advice I've ever heard. So, it, like, I actually have a vacuum sealer. Uh, I don't use it very often. It's just because it it, t- it takes a long, it takes a while, and it's annoying in a lot of ways to use. Um, but it does help preserve things. But it was hilarious because these people are like, if you don't have a vacuum sealer, then this is the best way to make sure you keep your chicken fresh. So when you get it from the store, you divide it up into your tiny baggies like everything. And I'm like, okay, yeah, know that trick. That's uh, that's not what I'm looking for to answer. And I keep reading the article and thinking they're going to come across the question I do have. And then it says, and if you want to make sure you remove all the air out of the bag, I'm like, yeah, everybody knows that. You want to get as much air out as possible. And it's like, and then it says the most disturbing thing. It's like, make sure you stick a plastic straw in the bag and suck out the air as much as possible and then seal the bag. I'm like, you want to make a Salmonella Capri Sun and have somebody just suck it? Because there's no way. That's like siphoning gas when you put a, a fresh chicken breast in one of those bags. Because they always have that slime. Is the chicken slime? It's the worst version of the high sea slimer from Ghostbusters ever. <laughs> just, just slurping up that fucking chicken juice that's at the bottom. It always gets in there too. It always drips. It's, so it's like if you're going to suck the air out of that, there's no way you're not getting a little bit of that chicken juice in your mouth. And I, for one, I know it's your, your chicken sitting in and you cook, but you cook that and it goes away. So you don't have to worry about it. But just doing it raw like i don't know like you you shouldn't probably be taking shots of that in your mouth you know what i mean just seems like a bad bad time i just sticking a straw in a plastic bag where it has a raw chicken in it and sucking the air out. i don't even care if you don't even actually get what liquid in there you're just like huffing chicken fumes now and you're still getting remnants of that i'm sure that's just some way some disease starts from that that's all i'm saying you can't fucking huff 
chicken juice out of a bag, guys. Don't do that, okay? If you're so worried about your thing being airtight, go buy a fucking vacuum sealer thing. Actually, email me, punninggame at gmail.com. I'll fucking send you the one I have, okay? If you're that worried about it, okay? Just don't suck chicken juice out of a bag. It's disgusting. Duh, that was the worst advice ever. I couldn't believe that was... and I didn't even answer the question I wanted. I just didn't want to thaw the chicken all the way. And I thought maybe there'd be some cool, smart way to do it. You know, maybe somebody who knows science better than me. But no. No, no, no. No, no. Yeah. I guess people, you know, who knows? Who knows what it is? I took my dog on a walk today. Taking her on a walk the past couple days. I just had to do something, get out of the house. And have, uh, just get out in nature a little bit. And, uh, today, this dude who was riding his bike, bike. Why are bicyclists the worst fucking people? I swear, dude. I didn't. The bike people who bike or take bikes seriously is just like the most infuriating. Like this dude I saw is one of those dudes who cares way too much about rules. You know what I'm talking about? The dude who cares way too much about rules. Like I see this dude coming around the corner, right? First of all, this is how I know he cared way too much about rules. He's riding a bike wearing a mask. Okay, fine, I get it, you know, if it makes you feel better, wear it, but you're wearing a mask on a bike, you're going to go race past any germs, you can outpedal those germs, do you not have a lot of uh, pride in your ability to outpedal germs, sir, I think you know that you can outpedal those germs, but you want to wear that mask as a fucking statement for some reason, you know why, because you follow the rules, and you care about the rules, and this is what also made me, this guy, really cared about the rules. Oh, he had a strange outfit on. This man was very strange, right? He was wearing a helmet, had a mask on, also uh, protective lenses to make sure his eyes weren't hurt by UV rays. He didn't want to have the UV rays kicking his pupil's ass. He didn't even want to squint his way through this bike ride. He wanted to see it all in clear... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> clear vision, you know, he wanted the, that vulcanized vision, you know, what is it when, uh, yeah, is it vulcanized, no, that's a fucking shoot term, what is it when you fucking, what is it, uh, what's that coating on sunglasses, sunglasses, uh, UV protectors, UV protection, what is it called, what do they call that? I don't know. Fuck, who gives a shit? But he wanted he had his eye protection. That's all I needed to know. And then he had a camouflage jacket on. Okay. Interesting choice. I don't know. Maybe it's a fashion thing. I don't know. And this is what really was weird to me. He had a camo like jacket. It was like a jacket or shirt or something on. And then over top of that, he had an orange safety vest over it. And not like a hunting safety vest, which either way, like that, that like I can't even justify that. Like if you're going hunting, you can't go hunting wearing a surgical mask uh, to, to stop the spread of disease. And then also, you can't ride a bike to a hunting spot. I don't care how fucking against cars you are. You got to fucking take a truck into the woods if you're going to go hunt some deer, you know. You got you can't fucking just show up all of a sudden like, hey, 
I'm here. I'm riding my bike. You, it might be a mountain bike, but you can't take it through those those forest trees, man. You're going to end up walking it, you know. But, yeah, so he had that. And then he's a helmet and he's riding. And what what made me realize that this guy was a super stickler for the rules. One, he's wearing that vest because he wants to make sure all people can see him. Even though it counteracts his other clothing. Like, he doesn't know what he wants to be. He doesn't know if he wants to be seen or not, you know. Um, and he, then there was a guy walking his dog, right? And the guy's walking his dog. And he's in me. And this, like, bike path it's like a bike path slash trail and there's like a line going down it that shows you like what side you should be on or whatever like a street so i'm walking my dog and this guy passes me on the way left like on his bike as you should there's another guy in front of me walking his dog about another 15 feet so this gentleman rather than you know getting over uh on his bike he this is what's funny is like people like road bike road rage guys and like he was just like you know what i'm just gonna pass both of these dog walkers on the left hand side without merging back over where i'm supposed to be i get it but there's that guy old captain see me now you see me now you don't coming down right and he's passing and this guy's in the lane and it's at like a corner so it's turning so he this old guy like it was an old guy in jeans and a flannel riding his bike oh yeah the old jeans and flannel guy the old jeans and flannel guy riding his bike those dudes don't give a fuck those dudes don't give a fuck they don't do you think they're worried about chap chapped asses they don't give a shit they're gonna ride in their jeans and not care and then you got captain camo coming down the way and he he rightfully so doesn't have to get out of the way he's in the right lane right he's in the right side where he's supposed to be and this guy's trying to pass and it almost causes a collision and who almost freaks out but captain camo now you see me now you don't he's like he whips around like like god damn it what the fuck you stupid moron like like he's the 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 citation expert on bike etiquette it's like bro you're riding a mountain bike and there's grass right there it's not like they were like we were next to a cliff and it was life or death you just ride off in the grass a little bit and like just it's so funny you see road rage on a fucking bike <laughs> like this dude just got so mad but i dare that dude to go challenge that fucking guy right in his jeans on his bike dude old dudes who ride on jeans ride a bike wearing jeans and flannels they don't give a fuck they're the toughest dudes out there they don't give a shit dude they will fuck you up that dude's been to war uh, I assume anybody who's in flannels and jeans and is above the age of 65 has been to war and uh, they just don't give a shit. And that's the that's the dress co- code. You you dress like that just so you can show people. Like you dress down. But that dude will fuck you up. I, lo- I would have loved to see Captain Camo go over and try to fuck up with that dude on his bike. Just be like, you can't believe you're coming out like that. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Maybe he cares more about dogs. Maybe he saw your dumbass in your reflective uh, vest and was like, I hope you fucking flip over and you hit your head on the concrete and die. I'm not going to put those dogs' lives at risk. You know what? And that's why that dude's a fucking badass. Salute to you, older man who wears jeans while biking. You care more about dogs. Because you've seen the horrific images that man can create in times of battle and war.
<laughs> Shout out to our veterans. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was my morning. God damn it, dude. This podcast, every time I do it, I think I'm losing my mind a little bit more. But it is what it is. Slew. Let's get drunk in this bitch. Salud. Dude, I've been revisiting just old like music I used to listen to, like the music that I was like super into in high school, you know? Been listening to some Tech Nine lately. I always forget how good that shit is. He just loves talking about partying. That's just what his life was. He was just he was like, I wanna do that. I was just always listening it's funny because you always like I feel like around that age you just find your version of party music, then you just stick with it. You just you just like that version of it, but then you like you find like pop like if you like pop, uh, if people who were around you that liked pop party music, you know what I mean? You're just like this shit sucks. I hate this. This is so dumb. But then at the same time, you're listening to the same exact message just in a different form. <laughs> yeah, like me listening to Cottonmouth Kings. They're, all they do is talk about getting drunk and getting high, and I'm just like, this is cool. I like this. This is pretty neat. And then, I don't know, there's definitely some kind of pop music that talks about that. I guess Lady Gaga, like, you're just like, this shit sucks. I don't like this. Like, she's just talking about dancing at a club. Who gives a shit? Like, who gives a shit about just listening to the two guys who just ripped a, talk about how much they love ripping bongs? Nobody. That's who. Nobody cares. Actually, a lot of people care. They buy their records a lot. But I'm getting into that. Forget. You forget. You try to keep up. I get why people start like sliding back and never listen to new music now, though, because you try to keep up. You really try hard to keep up on what's new in music, and then you just hit a point where you're just like, oh, I'm going to go back to nostalgia listening, and you start listening to it, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is great, and you just slide back into the pocket. And you just stay there and you just get wrapped up in a vine and you just become stuck in a tomb of your own music that you never, ever reach out and see new things. You're just like, you get mummified like the vines, like, like in, like how the mother nature's reclaim the land of Chernobyl. It's just pin, just pinning it there, leaving it there stuck in time. And you never check out that new music. And then you hear about Takashi 69 one day and you're like what the fuck is this shit I don't know any of his music I've I've only heard clips and used in memes that's my extent of knowing his music so but I get why that you just slide back in that pocket man it's 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 easier you go with what you know you go with what you know I'm drinking a beer right now and I just had foam go up in my mustache cuz uh apparently I don't know how to drink a beer and I just licked my mustache. Didn't like it. That is an un an unpleasant feeling. I didn't like that at all. Maybe it's time to trim it then. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm doing a little bit of day drinking though, and because it's Memorial Day, and you guys are probably doing a little drinking too, or just and you're listening to it now, and you're thinking about how. You know, it's just uh, you, you, you're you recovering from a day of drinking. Well, maybe you just need to change your ways and you won't have to worry about, you know, doing that, having that problem with the day drinking anymore. So I found an article that says all the reasons why day drinking is better indoors than outdoors. And you probably did a lot of drinking out day. It's nice out. And I get it. I'll be out on my deck later, probably throwing a few back, enjoying myself. So 
Let's find out why it's better to drink inside than that, right? Okay, so, uh, first one reason, the sun's a dick. Wow, I didn't, th did they figure out the, the shape of the, I always thought the shape of the sun was round. It's actually a penis. It's the, it's the universe's penis. <laughs> it's the one, if that's the universe's penis, the universe has a micro penis, because our, our sun is pretty small compared to other things. Isn't, like, Jupiter technically bigger than the sun? I have no idea. I don't know anything about space. Anyway, uh, let's see here. What does it say about it? But too much sun can tip you from uh, pleasantly intoxicated uh, to comatose in the gutter. That is true because you're just getting dehydrated as fuck. Sun and alcohol do not mix. People don't realize the sun amplifies whatever intoxication you are you're experiencing a large percentage of drowning involve alcohol whether it's boating accidents or swimming uh same with diving in shallow water <laughs> bro it's only a three-foot pool i can make this dive michael phelps could do a perfect job that that's like one of those dudes he doesn't know that an olympic pool is actually like it's 13 feet deep. <laughs> like, he's just is like, no, it's a shallow pool. That's how they just do the push off and stuff. That, bro, don't you know they have the underwater camera shot? Like, that's a, no, yeah, it's just like one of those things, you know? It just, it's a trick to make it look like the pool is deeper. <laughs> Dude, why would, I, like, it's so crazy to me that you have to put signs around a pool saying don't dive in three the three-foot area. Like, whatever you do, don't dive into this area. What the fuck? Like, how dumb do you have to be to just want to be like, three feet? Yeah, I can I can fucking dive that. I can do that. It's just stupid. But, yeah, you definitely, like, the sun is definitely a factor. I love day drinking outside, though. This article is going to be hard for me to accept because day drinking outside is one of the funnest activities ever. It's like what you do in college. You sit outside on your deck. Somebody bought a keg, you put it in a baby pool, surround it with ice, sit in your backyard, you drink until it's dry. And then when the sun goes down, you just build a fire so there's still some kind of giant orange flame shooting rays at your way. You know what I mean? Increases your rate of his heat stroke. Oh, that makes sense. Well, let's move on to the next one here and see what the next uh, thing they're telling us is. Uh, you're less likely to die if you're inside, I guess, is what they're saying there. Uh, being wasted encourages you to do stupid stuff, and unless you live in, unless you live in a torture chamber, there is more dangerous, uh, dangers outside than inside. For instance, as an example, to my ode to drunky running around my home bar, uh, belligerently drunk. Uh, pedestrians are, strictly speaking, significantly prone to being hit and killed by a car. Okay, so, you, yeah. Dude, I've seen that happen before. That is some of the scariest shit ever. I remember this girl at, like, Iowa, Iowa State, where I went to school, she got hit by a car, like, walking across the uh, campus uh, Ave Street where all the bars were. Yeah, dude, that was the fucking craziest shit ever. I don't even know like what happened with that. I just know I saw some lady. I heard I heard it all and then I turned around and I saw a woman in the street. She was moving, thank God. She wasn't like knocked out or dead or anything, thank God. But like it was just like see her sh sitting in the street and the car's like stopped and like 
You ever seen a street full of people go dead silent? It's eerie. Because you're like that's like when when you realize something bad's really happened when you can get an entire block of people that just go <laughs> silence. That's scary as shit. Then you know something real happened. Shit's about to get real. So I get with that point. But this is the thing I've always like. This is one reason why like I always thought like living by myself is like super dangerous. Because like what if you're like you could trip and just hit your head on the corner of your coffee table. Bam, you're dead. Nothing. You're done. You're done, Zo. Done, son. You got nothing. You got nothing left, and you live by yourself. And that's the end. That's how it is. And that's always scared the shit out of me for some reason. So I get what you're saying there. You're you're eliminating a lot of other things, but I feel still like there's a lot of dangers at home, like getting really drunk and putting a pizza in the oven. And then forgetting about it because you pass out on the couch because you're a booze hound. And then you wake up to just the smell of burning pizza and almost setting your entire kitchen on fire. Yeah. What about that side, huh? Yeah. Welcome. I don't know why I call this show not worth the time. It should be and way takes the other side of every argument. And argues against nobody else so he sounds like he's right. <laughs> you're less likely to get arrested. Almost every situation, but especially when you're reaching Andre the Giant levels of drunkenness. Okay, first of all, I don't like that comparison because Andre the Giant didn't get drunk. When you say reaching Andre the Giant level drunkenness, he didn't get drunk. Andre the Giant just drank more beer than anybody. Now, if you're saying if you're drinking at an Andre the Giant pace... I will agree with that statement, but that's not what the statement says here. As you can clearly see, Your Honor, uh, Your Honor, as you can clearly see, it says especially as you get to uh, let, uh, reaching Andre the Giant levels of drunkness. Now, there is no level of drunkness for Andre the Giant, you see. He's a giant man. He needs more alcohol to reach that same level of buzz that you got after four. And, you know, and so, yeah, you're not reaching Andre levels. You Now, drinking at an Andre the Giant pace, I will accept. So, correct this article, whoever wrote this, and we'll, I will see you later. Um, Let's say here, staying inside your goddamn house unless you're likely to be, uh, likely to result in being tossed in a drunk tank when romping around outdoors. Uh, I mean, yeah, unless you know some cops. Then you can get away with some stuff. I don't know. Drunk tank wasn't that bad. At least where I was. It's probably worse than a lot of other places. But it wasn't that bad where I was. I was also only 20. so Or, or 21. So no, and who gives a shit. Uh, you have immediate access to basic amenities. Dude, that's the clutch. Yeah. One of my favorite things. You just fucking get hammered. And you just start fucking. You just go take a shower. You just keep drinking, you take a shower beer in there with you, it's fucking glorious. Nothing, I don't know what it is about hot water and a cold beer, but goddamn, it is fantastic. It is one of the greatest points in life, is just having a nice cold beer in a shower. You just fucking letting that fucking steamy water hit you. This is that makes that beer just taste that much better. It's crazy. I guess that's also a good thing. He puts right here, um, the holy nectar of the hangover prevention. Uh, 
because you can use water. Yeah, you can just drink water right away, you know, go back and forth. You're going to have food right away. Uh, you control the fucking DJing. That's what's up. You get to fucking, you put on your mix. Nobody else in the bar can do that bullshit thing where they pay extra to skip over your song in the jukebox. That's some bullshit, by the way. You, you fucking use that thing. If you're one of those people, I'm looking into the camera. I never look into this camera, but I'm looking into this camera right now because it's a goddamn point I'm about to make. If you're a piece, you're a piece of shit. If you pay extra to skip people's songs on those jukeboxes, you're a fucking asshole. You want to control, you're a control freak, and you need to make sure your music is playing at all time. And you paid $20 to pay to skip over my song. You're a piece of shit. And I hope you know nobody likes you and nobody should party with you. This has been my statement for 2020. Anyway, uh, there are a few, uh, there are fewer creeps that no question, except your dog who's judging you. Quit judging me, Harper. My dog's judging me right now for drinking on a Monday. She's judging me. Yeah, so you have to. Uh, you can wear uh, whatever you want, or or not whatever you want. You know. So yeah, I guess that's pretty cool. Uh, it's cheaper and just plain easier. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to get. You know what's hard though? It's easy to get drunk, and I get what they're saying. They want to say stay drunk at home and stay inside. It's a lot more fun. But here's the problem. Nobody wants to come to your house. Nobody likes coming to your house. Most of the time, I'm just going to say this, right? Most of the time, like people like people like to go to the bars and stuff because you meet at a neutral location that's probably the same distance away. Um, there's a patio or like a park. That, you know, wherever there's booze outside, you do that so you can get away from the spot, right? That's why you do it. But... Like you get, you're like, hey, come to my house, and your friend live on the other side of town, because you want to day drink inside their place. Oh, it's like a whole day's planning, because then you got to figure out, do I take a cab over there? Because then you got to make the decision. Because if you're gonna take a cab over there right away, you're making the decision that you're getting fucking hammered, because you're not gonna pay twenty dollars each way there and back to not get hammered, right? You can't just go over there, pop in, have six or seven beers, and be like, "Oh, I'm feeling all right, I'm good," or what? But I'm gonna go home now. I can't drive though, so I better take a cab. No, you're gonna get schnockered. You're bringing over a twelve pack of Bud. Killing all 12, and you're drinking a fucking half a bottle of Jameson because you're going to fucking make sure those cab rides are worth it. Because you don't want to stay at your buddy's house. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, but you also don't want to stay at your buddy's house. You want to sleep on their couch, or maybe they have a futon bed that, like, you get to sleep on. It's just going to hurt your back. It's going to be a whole deal in the morning, you know. But it is what it is. It, it, it is easier to drink alone at home. But, you know, uh, I guess if you get a one-on-one friend, you got a cool friend. Shout out to my buddy Sam Hershock. Me and him get drunk at his house all the time. We That was our thing. We just I just show up at his house with beer. Like, I'm getting drunk tonight. And he'd be like, fuck yeah. Maybe we'd go grab a burger down at the bar that was close to his house. And, that, and then we'd have one start drinking there. So we'd have a burger and one uh, maybe a beer or two there. And we'd head back to his place and get super fucked up. It is a good time. And then you go smoke cigarettes out on his back patio. Enclosed patio. Woo! Still getting that sunshine coming in. But you smoke some cigarettes out on the back porch. Woo! And that's 
a good Memorial Day, guys. Hey, guys, thanks for listening and now worth the time. If you like this show, you definitely want to check out the other stuff we got at punninggame.com where we got content coming out all throughout the week. Uh, if you go to punninggame.com, you can find all of our shows there and past shows that we've had on the site as well. Uh, you can also go there and find the Punning Game Shop where you can get yourself a hoodies, t-shirts, all sorts of different things to help support the website. Uh, so check that out. Also, don't forget to check out YouTube, uh, Comic Wade Taylor. That's where you can find all the video elements for the show, uh, the shows I do uh, on YouTube. So you can find Not Worth the Time, Who Gives It F, and stand-up clips. Isn't that great? Follow me on social media, guys. Also, don't forget to sign up for our monthly newsletter. That's what's up. Guys, this has been Not Worth the Time. And remember, day drinking, it still isn't as good as a shower beer.